Last week, we talked about the power and absolute need for mentorship in our business. This week, we're going to take it a step further and talk about the shift from the entrepreneur mindset to the mindset of a CEO. And guess what? A part of that major shift is having a coach who can walk you through the stages of that shift. I am so excited because in this episode, I'm interviewing my business coach, Tiffany Gillespie. She's been where many of us are trying to go. She's made multiple six figures in her business, works with multi-million dollar organizations, and owns several businesses and so much more. Tune in as we listen to her expertise and experience with entrepreneurship. Keep on listening. You're tuned in to season two of the Britney Smith Podcast. This season, we're talking about all things branding and business building for the female entrepreneur. We've got experts on everything from Facebook groups to trademarking. You're going to want to take notes. So sis, get your beverage, your pen, and your Britney Smith podcast notebook and take some notes because it's about to go down. Stay tuned. everybody. Welcome back to the Britney Smith podcast. I am super duper, ooper, looper excited <laughs> because I have someone on today who um, I am literally a living testimony or living testament to her effectiveness and what she does. So I'm like low key guys, I'm going to be 1000% honest. I was kind of hyped that she said yes, like, because she's working with multi-million dollar companies. She is on her way to being her own multi-million dollar company. And so, you know, for us little people out here trying to you know, break into six figures, um, for her to make time for this space, I, I really do appreciate that. So I, I want you guys to really lean in to this episode. Um, I keep telling you guys, you need a season two Brittany Smith podcast notebook. Because every episode, there's going to be nuggets, there's going to be takeaways, there's going to be practical things that you can use in your business right now today. And I'm doing my best to bring you guys quality people. These are not just people that say they want to make six figures. Like, no, these, she's, she's done it time and time again. And her, a part of her mission is to help people like you, help people like me be able to accomplish that time and time again, and then turn around and do it for someone else. Um, so I'm going to tell y'all her name now. <laughs> On the show today, we have Ms. Tiffany Gillespie of T3 Diversity Solutions. She's also the founder of the Six Figure Society. She's a businesswoman. She's a minister. She is a mentor. She's a coach. She's now a podcaster. Woo, woo. So yes, we have Ms. Tiffany. Tiffany, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. That was such a great introduction. My cheeks are hurting from smiling. <laughs> and then when I heard you list all those titles, I'm like, man, I really got like six jobs. Like a lot going on out here. Yes, yes. And you're doing it all, but you're doing it well. Mm -hmm. um, and so we are definitely honored to have you here on the show. Um, so what I want you to do um, is in your own words, explain to the ladies and couple of gentlemen who might be listening, um, who you are and what you do in your words. Absolutely. So as Brittany stated, um, I am a CEO. Um, I am a minister. And people often ask me what the intersection of that looks like. Like, I think when people hear that, they automatically assume or feel like that's two different roles or, you know, that I'm kind of leading like this professional life over here and this ministerial life on the other side. 
But for me, I've been fortunate to um, be able to bridge the two together and really sit at an intersection of faith and business, which really governs everything that I do um, in business. Uh, it also informs the way that I operate in ministry, which is not always uh, super effective because my organizational brain um, and my analytical brain doesn't always work very well in ministry settings, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so, <laughs> Yeah, so that's like who I am. Um, and then what I do, I am the CEO of T3 Diversity Solutions. Um, we are a management consulting firm. So we help women to start, grow, and scale their companies sustainably. We really help women to realize their earning potential we help them to evaluate their standing in the global marketplace and not limit themselves to just operating globally, uh, locally rather, but to really think about operating globally. Um, and then we also uh, provide them with the support that they need, whether that be personal support, which is where that ministry side often comes in for me, um, connecting them to financial resources, social capital, uh, providing community as a safe space for these businesses. And that's where the Six Figure Society was born out of um, the need for community for women who are like me. Um, this business world is very tricky. Um, the more money that you are exposed to, connected to, around, uh, the trickier it, it can get. Um, it can get real, you know, tricky up in this business world. Like you said, I've had the privilege of working with individuals and organizations whose net worth and revenue is well into the millions. And I've seen and experienced a lot of different things. And I just knew that for women and minority women, that there had to be a better way of doing business that we had to be able to still achieve those levels of financial success, but without losing our morals, our character, or compromising our integrity, or doing things in back rooms uh, that we would not want people to know about, and who are you know uh, kind of viewing our life from the outside looking in. So I created a community, which is the Six Figure Society, to really help with that, um, to provide safe space for that, to provide safe space for conversations like this, um, to say that this is real, that it exists, um, but that we desire to do business differently. So that is a little bit about me kind of at a high level overview. Yes, 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 y'all. She just gave you the cliff of the cliff notes. <laughs> uh, because, you know, as you can hear, she wears many, many hats. Um, and so that I know is something that we can all relate to just off the strength of being a woman. <laughs> like we, it's almost like we're born with several different hats. Um, and then our life is spent trying to manage those hats. Um, so Tiffany, tell us, um, again, you can give us kind of like the brief overview version, but like, when did you know that you know that you knew entrepreneurship was the route for you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, that's a hard question because while I am sold out for God's vision for my life, 
I mean, you know, if he was to tell me to go back to a job, I don't know that I would be completely mad as long as the job has flexibility. <laughs> um, so like, that's real. That's real. <laughs> yeah, it's so real because, um, yeah, I entered into entrepreneurship unexpectedly. And I think that's why it's so hard for me to just give a straight answer for that question is because I really didn't choose this. Like, I wanted to be in the background. I wanted to work my job you know, be happy, like mind my business. Like I wasn't thinking anything about full-time entrepreneurship. That is for sure. Um, so I unexpectedly became unemployed uh, and by just kind of like the, the course that my life took, I remained self-employed. Um, and then I went back to a job, lost my job again. And then after that, I have been successfully self-employed ever since. But yeah, I mean, I guess I knew that it was for me when I lost my job the second time um, because I knew that it was going to happen. On the day that it happened, when I sat down at my desk, I knew that was my last day. Um, and I didn't, I was completely at peace about it. Like there wasn't a lot of like toiling and like fighting back and forth with God about it, or even really going back and forth with myself about it. Honestly, I think I was a bit naive because I thought that like this journey would be easier than what it has been. Um, so yeah, I, I would say that maybe in 2014. Um, and then I would say that I really made a decision to be sold out for God's plan for me concerning entrepreneurship in 2019. Yeah. And that was only two years ago. Um, and since that moment, you know, everything changed. Like there were so many things that just like broke in my business. Um, and we've been able to, you know, really hit new levels um, so consistently since that time. So I would say 2014 and 2019 were probably the most pivotal years in terms of really accepting entrepreneurship, um, changing my views about it, my relationship with my businesses and all of that. And literally since 2019, I've started like three companies <laughs> since 2019. Um, I just thought about that. That just hit me. Um, and I think it's because I finally was like, all right, I'm really going to be sold out for this vision, whatever it takes, whatever it requires and all of that. That's powerful. That's yeah. powerful. And it's it's encouraging to hear that even with the success that you've had, there are always going to be intersections of figuring things out, you know, like with every new level. I know in, in church we say there's a new devil, but like literally with every new level, there's a new level of ownership um, in terms of like, you know, owning where you are, owning who you are. There's a new level of of self-awareness. There's a new level of vision, right? Um, and so it, it's encouraging to hear that just two years ago, you were like, you know what? I'm really going to do this thing, you know? And and it's encouraging because looking from the outside, we're looking at you like, oh, you must have been doing this forever. Yeah. And like yeah. what we're hearing is, is you can make a decision one day and then two years later be walking in your wealthy place. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think like, um, again, this is this is my truth and my journey. Um, I have been a business owner now for uh, it'll be 10 years in January. Um, and I've been self-employed for over seven years. But again, I just made a decision 
two years, almost to the date, like it was October of 2019, that I really made a decision to be all in and sold out for whatever the journey looked like. Um, and for me, like, I, I mean, I was, I all, like, I, I think, again, once I, in 2014, once I lost my job the second time, I'm like, okay, clearly this is what God wants me to do. But I can't say that like my heart my mind, my spirit, my personal life, which I think is something that a lot of, you know, business owners and influencers and things today that they don't talk about, right? Especially if you are a child of God, like there were things that I was doing in my personal life that was not pleasing to God. And as a result, there were levels of success that were withheld from me, um, that were, you know, delayed for me. Um, until I was ready to handle them. So I really had to get to the place where I was sold out for the complete and total vision, regardless of what it looked like. Um, and that, that took time. Like that wasn't a, an easy journey because I had to change. You know, right. I, was, I was operating in business. Again, I had achieved certain levels of success. Um, and there, none of it was made up, but it just wasn't what it is today. And it was because right. I wasn't sold out for the vision. Powerful. That's really powerful. So tell us then, because um, really what you're doing is painting the picture of a mental journey that you had to go on, um, a, you know, a mindset journey that you had to embark on. So kind of walk us through on a, I guess, on a practical level, um, where you started, like mindset wise, and some of the practical things that you had to do or changes you had to make to be intentional about shifting from season to season or level to level in your business? Yeah, yeah. So um, mindset is everything. It's interesting because I've been having a lot of conversations with people about mindset for the past, you know, couple of weeks, um, really kind of pertaining to uh, mental and emotional fortitude, and then also pertaining to working out, right? that um, it really amuses me at this stage in my life when people say that they can't do something or like, oh, I can never do that. or I can never do this. Just be honest and say you don't want to. Like, just, right. just be real and just say you don't want to do it. Like, it's yeah. not that you can't. You yeah. lack the desire and the discipline to do this work. And that's really what it boils down to. And um, I think for me, like I said, I, I was in a, a place where I wasn't happy personally, so it impacted the relationship that I had with my business, with my clients, with my team, um, what I, you know, was willing to do on a daily basis, how accountable I was, all of those things, right? It really impacted those um, areas of my life. And as a result, um, I had to really do some spiritual experience, some spiritual shifting, and some mental and emotional shifts as well. And once I surrendered control, because you asked, you know, specifically, what did I do? Surrendering control. And it felt very childlike. And I, I tell, I give, I tell the story and like give this example all the time, because that's what it felt like. It's like, literally, um, like when you were a kid, like your parents, like, 
dragging you to go into like a haunted house or something. And you're like, no, like, I don't want to go like that. That's not the route that I want to go in. But at some point you relinquish control and just say, okay, like no matter how scared I am, uncertain, whatever, I'm going to go, not because I trust the situation, not because I know everything that lies ahead, but because I trust the one that holds my hand. That level of surrenderance and like relinquishing control, that takes, you have to have a mindset for that. You have to have a mindset. And I think like even relinquishing control is important like for me as a CEO, because I don't know, like there are so many things that have happened over the past couple of months, right? Within business, teams, like there's stuff that's going on right now in this moment that I could easily talk about. My yeah. family do not disturb for multiple reasons. And the reason why is because that's not my battle to fight, right? The issues and, and certain things that are going on some of these things are not my battle to fight, but had I not learned to relinquish control for my sanity, yes, I don't know that I would be able to even focus on this conversation right now. So having those shifts in mindset, um, not just a shift of a mindset from like an entrepreneur to a CEO, but just in like the gratitude that you have for your business. Like when I really think about it, the relationship that I had with my business prior to 2019 was a very nasty relationship. It wasn't loving. It wasn't always kind. It wasn't a nurturing relationship. I just kind of did what I needed to do to keep myself afloat. If I had like contractor team members, you know, make sure I could pay them, make sure my clients were good. But other than that, it wasn't anything more than that. But I had to make a decision that I was going to be sold out for the entire vision. That meant the way that God wanted me to think, the way he wants me to move, talk, and who to interact with, like everything about my mindset had to change. What was appealing to me had to change. Um, my desires in business had to change. Who influenced me had to change. All of these things are mindset things, right? Um, relationship with social media. I'm still working that one out because I'm not really a fan of social media. Um, you know, just relationship with things that I would see in business and how I thought about these things. It was a very nasty time prior to 2019. Um, but my mindset has shifted in such a way um, that I really think it unlocked new levels. Um, and honestly, you know, like you said earlier, like we have this cliche saying like in church, like with every new level comes new devils. I don't subscribe to that um, because the devil can't go with me where I'm going. Right. There is a point where there, there's a stopping point for the enemy point blank period. Um, now, does that mean that it's going to be without challenges? No. The biggest challenge, though, is me. Right. The new levels of responsibility and maintaining my mindset and all of those things. Those are the, new, the, the biggest challenges. But the enemy can't go where I'm going. Like on so many levels, you can't go where I'm going. There's going to be a cutoff point where God says, you know what, this you, you get to go no further. Right. So honestly, the things that I have experienced since 2019 have really come with ease. And I remember praying for ease of access in business and for the cycles 
oh Jesus, that I was experiencing business in business to stop, but I had to stop like personal cycles. Again, it was mindset. I had to stop things that I was involved in and decisions I was making and all of those, like all of that stuff had to stop. And it starts with a decision, which all goes back to the question that you asked about mindset. Woo! <laughs> that was a lot. That was a lot even for me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that was good. Oh, that was good. Oh, that was good. <laughs> You're absolutely right. And one of the things that I want to tease out of what you just said is the um, sometimes, a lot of times, unintentional parallel that forms between our personal life and our business life. And if we're not uh, intentional, that can be good or bad. You know, like if you're messy in your private life, you're going to be messy in your business life. You know, if you have unhealthy relationships in your personal life, you're going to have unhealthy business relationships. If you're lazy in your, come on, if you're lazy in your personal life, you're going to be lazy in your business. (laughs) If you have poor money management in your personal life and you don't man, and and you're managing your own business money, it's not going to look good, you know? And and so those are things that I, I definitely have had experiences with as well in terms of my journey as an entrepreneur. If you don't know your, your value in your personal life, just as a person, you're not going to know your value as a business owner. And and with the services that you offer, y'all typically had to get me right. Yeah. How much do you charge for this? And I was like, five dollars. And she was like, oh no. Like, we ain't doing that. <laughs> like she's not having it, right? You know, so it's it's important that we have um we have a clear understanding of that connection between our personal life and our business. Like even if your business is selling somebody else's products, you are your business. Um and so if you're unhealthy, your business is gonna be unhealthy. Um And I definitely had um, another thought that just escaped me um, from something that you were saying. It's going to come back to me. Um, But you, you, yeah, you touched on a whole lot, a whole lot. Um, And so I think it's important also to tease out um, that mindset. People throw the word mindset around, right? Oh, yeah, change mindset. Oh, yeah, just just mindset. Like, but it's not easy to change a mindset. You know Mm. what I'm saying? Like, you have to, first of all, identify that there's an issue with the way that you're thinking. Um, Then you have to accept the fact that change needs to happen. And then a lot of times accepting the fact that you need help making that change. Yeah. You know, I could not shift from entrepreneurial mindset or even regular person to entrepreneur. Like even that's a shift. You know, I, I too stumbled into business. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I wasn't born into a family of entrepreneurs. Um, I was born into go to high school, go to college, get a good government job and work there until you're 99. And then, you know, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was born into. So, um, when it, when you talked about kind of being pushed into it and the entrepreneurial life choosing you, um, that that's my story as well. And I know that that's the story of so many people who are listening right now. Um, and, and being able to adjust from level to level, being able to flow and, and ebb with the, the entrepreneurial journey, because you guys know, maybe you don't know, but the entrepreneurial life is not for the faint of heart. Especially if you call yourself wanting to do it full time, like it's it's one of those things like we cross over into and it's like, oh, this what this is like. 
because to your point, Tiffany, there were moments where I was like, all right, I'm about to get this little part-time little, you know, I'm about to just, yeah. you know, just, just, just to like supplement, you know, yeah. what I'm doing. Right, right. <laughs> you know, and, and God is looking over the ledge of heaven like. <laughs> you better not. You better not. You better, you better not. And, and he will make the things around us quit us before we quit them because he knows we're not going to let them go. Um, you know, so you, you minds well, I'm going to just use all the slang today. You minds well <laughs> embrace the entire thing. Yeah. Embrace the entire journey. So Tiffany, talk about the freedom that you felt once you finally said, yes, I'm going to do this thing. Like, like hash out. You said you finally said yes or or owned the fullness of the vision mm-hmm. like talk about that yeah um so there has been I, I love the word that you used um or and freedom right um there has been freedom to be me um freedom to not need to be seen um because god called me to do my business in a different way um, to really focus more on B to B than B to C types of services. Um, I encourage all of my clients and anyone who's listening to have both, um, which I do still have, but it was the B to B and how I was able to do it and how God led me to do it. That really was a game changer for me. Um, as a result, I have more freedom financially, there, I'm free from a lot of the worries that you have in those beginning years of business. Um, I am free to serve who I want to serve, how I want to serve them on my schedule. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of people, like they just want that part. They just like, oh, I just want to work what I want to work type of thing. Yeah. And the thing is though, and again, this goes back to like for me, like the business and ministry is that sometimes though, my clients need me outside of my business hours. Sometimes they, you know, need me to pray for things. Like I have journeyed with my clients through everything. I go through everything with them. Like, Amen. <laughs> I'm a witness. Thank you, Lord. Like literally, I journey with it. Like this is like real relationship, but. I have freedom to have relationship with my clients, like life and death, sickness and health, birth, marriage, divorce, um, issues with children, issues with like every single stage of life. Um, And even after people are like, not my clients, like I was interviewing someone, I did a testimonial interview um, last week with someone whose program ended, I want to say like at the beginning of this year. And, um, you know, I was able to check in, not just on her, but like on her family, on her son, her son's business. Like this, this, this thing goes so deep, but I have the freedom because I said, yes, I have the freedom to journey with people in a way that is authentic to me. And I'm not being controlled. I I remember being on this government contract um, and we're, we're still on it. It ends in um, December. But I remember when I first got on this government contract and um, the like supervisor, like the person that I reported to for the contract, um, I remember her telling me, and this is like a a government professional entity, right? 
Um, and once she like realized like the anointing on my life and like, nah, like you, you love the Lord. Like I love the Lord. I remember her telling me that like, you know, um, this, this one client had been calling, calling, calling with all these personal issues. And I'm like, why does he calling me with all these personal issues? And she's like, well, it's, you're a minister. Right. And I remember like in that conversation, she gave me freedom to do consulting the way that I needed to, because there's, you know, when you're on a government contract, there's a lot of like regulations and stipulations and things of that nature. Um, and like, you have to report hours and all of that. And I'm like, listen, bro, you getting up my hours, like with your personal issues and we're not getting any quantitatively measurable things achieved. And I remember her releasing me to not just focus on the quantitative, but on the quality as well. Um, and that level of freedom, though, only came, that was actually, I want to say that was probably the first time I realized that I could really be authentically myself in the spaces that God was calling me to work in, right, in the government, corporate, and university contracting. Um, so to have that, like, I didn't have to hide that. Even when I was meeting with them, submitting proposals, I never had to hide the fact that my approach to business is always going to be a faith-based approach. And if I have to stop a strategy session to minister to my clients, I need the freedom to be able to do that. Or I shouldn't, don't hire me. That's okay. Like, don't, don't choose my company. Don't allow us to be a contractor or a subcontractor if that's not the type of consultant that you want on your team. Um, so, yeah. So, all of that to say that, like, with the yes came the freedom to be authentically me in every single space and it's been so beautiful and so wonderful to be you know so honest and transparent with people yeah no and and that's so encouraging um i was watching a live today um and the lady she was also a business coach and she was talking about how um with the pandemic and the shift that has taken place in the workforce and in the marketplace that um transactional leadership it's because become less effective and now it's really transformational leadership that is that has come to the forefront because now it's about the people more than it is about the task. And so you're absolutely right. Like for me, um, you know, while you give me homework and stuff, I don't even want to do my homework, but I be wanting that prayer. I'm like, all right, well, let me let me just schedule this call. So I can yeah. get this, <laughs> get this Let me pretend I want to do the call. I really just want to pray, <laughs> you know, like, and, and it makes a difference. It makes people want to come back because people are going through things in the midst of them having business. Yeah. And so if they know that you care about them beyond their dollar bill. Um, yeah. They're more inclined, not just to work with you, but to keep coming back and yeah. to tell other people about you because now they're getting an experience and, yeah. and the experience that is specific to you that they won't get anywhere else. Yeah. You know, there are business coaches galore. There are graphic designers and web designers galore. But people come to us because of us. Yeah, absolutely. You know? yeah. yeah. And 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 you know, so ladies, as you're listening, um, hear that you can still be a believer and be a billionaire. Okay. Like you I'm can billionaire still- believer. Yes, yes. You can still be a woman of God. And be a woman of wealth. You can still yeah. be, um, you know, who God has called you to be and be at those negotiating tables where nobody looks like you. 
You know, you can still do yeah. those things and not have to separate because I, I, I even struggled too. Um, and, and Tiffany has a lot more insight into my struggle with like my audience and who I'm supposed to serve. Cause I'm just like, well, you know, I want to serve everybody. There was a point where I'm like, oh, I want to serve Christian women. They're mm. like, oh, I want to serve moms. I want to serve moms that are Christian and got business. Like it was just a lot, <laughs> but <laughs> The struggle, one of the bigger struggles was how do I, how do I infuse or incorporate my faith in my business? Um, because my faith is who I am. Like, you know, it's hard to have a consultation and not say, Hey, can I pray for you before we go? Like, it's just, it just, it's not something yeah. that naturally is a part of who I am. And so saying yes to the entrepreneurial journey, God will line us up with people who are going to be open to that. Yeah, you yeah. know, th th he's going to line us up with people who need what we have beyond the the tangible services. They really need the anointing that we have. They they really need the encouragement that we have. I was on a, a podcast call last night, um, and it's so funny. Like I didn't realize that the Zoom call was going to be open to the public, um, but it was like only one. Other, it was me, the host, and one other lady on there. Okay. And so, you know, me and the host are going back and forth, back and forth, and she's like, "So, lady, do you have any questions or whatever?" She starts talking and the Holy Spirit starts talking to me. And I'm like, here we go. All right. And, and, and you know, you can't turn it off. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. so how, how beautiful is it that now when we say yes to God, he gives us spaces to operate freely in. Um, and so now we're getting more than a paycheck. We're getting the reward of watching other people win and be, and, and break free, you know, as we're working with them. So, um, that's really beautiful. I'm glad we kind of ended up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So good. Um, so good. Yeah. So, so Tiffany, before we go, um, I want to give you the opportunity to share. Um, well, let me just do a plug. Let me just do a plug. All right, guys. So Tiffany has this program, <laughs> a part of the Six Figure Society called The Council. And she's going to correct me because I'm a part of the council, but there, there are two sides to it. Yeah. Um, and I'm a part of the group coaching aspect of the council. And so before I say anything about that, if you don't have a coach, you need a coach. Yeah. There are pockets and hidden spaces within this entrepreneurial journey that you would not know about unless you had someone go before you and say, hey, look out for that hey, don't sign that document. Like there are yeah. things that, that you need a guide for. And for every new level, you need someone that has already been there so they can help you navigate and, and miss the pitfalls that they may have encountered so that you can get further faster. So I'm going to say that. The second thing is you cannot reach the next level without investment. Okay, we, we're, we're teaching that here on the Britney Smith podcast. Okay, yeah, you need to invest in yourself. So don't tell me, oh, I can't afford anything. You can afford something. I want you to understand that with investment, you get back value that that changes your business from the inside out. And you're able to do business at another level because of the information that you're receiving. So I'm a part of the council, the group, uh, the group program. Um, every month I get a full strategy session with Tiffany. Um, and 
not only do I get that session, but I get to do weekly check-ins with her via email. She herself responds back to me with, you know, to the progress that I've made. Um, and she gives me coaching via email, you know, throughout the weeks. We have our live session. So she's literally, I'm living with her every week, basically. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, basically we're, we're every week we're in touch. And then on top of that, there's a group call where you get to sit in with other entrepreneurs who are in a similar space as you. Um, and, and so the beautiful thing about that is one, you get more coaching from Tiffany, but yeah. two, you also get this masterminding effect because the other entrepreneurs can also give feedback on what you're dealing with at the time. But then three, you get to grow with them. And so yeah. when, when Susie, the flower person comes in and says, oh, well, I just bought a new building for my florist company, my floral company, you get to celebrate with them. Yeah. So like, it's a community of women who are in business um, and are learning and growing together. Um, so that's the, that's the part of the program that I'm in. Um, I think it's, it's been a little over a year now for me that I've been yeah, rolling up on like two years. Um, yeah. It's so funny because I have like, there are a few clients um, who are with me for more than a year. So most of the clients are with the, in the program for one year. Some are a little bit less, maybe like nine or 10 months. And then some, you know, are more, I mean, I've had clients that have been in this program for two years or more. Um, and I think it's, you know, because they love it, they keep getting, you know, what they need and they're growing and all of that. So yeah, it's been a, it's yeah. definitely been over a year. She probably tried to get rid of me, y'all, and I just like ignore. I ignored that email. <laughs> <laughs> never, never. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so that is um I I found obviously so I'm still in it. Um I found tremendous value in that, but it really has made a pivotal change in my business, um, just in me understanding um the business side of business. Cause I can make flyers all day. I can make, you know, I can do the work of my business, but in terms of scaling and growing, that's the part that I was lacking. And so being a part of the program has really helped me. And then the other side or the other option um, is now she has room for one-on-one -on -one clients as well. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming that you get more of Tiffany <laughs> with the, with the one-on-one -on -one program. Um, and, and the biggest thing about the council in my, uh, in my opinion from this side is the accountability. Um, if you're anything like me, you're that student or you're that person in everybody else's lives that you're holding them accountable to their stuff. Um, and you present well, I present well, so I look like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> but on the inside, you know, I'm probably just twiddling my thumbs or I'm doing everything, everything else but what I'm supposed to be doing. Tiffany provides that accountability. And I'm not going to lie. I told her this, like when we first, first started working, I think um, that I was intimidated by her because she has a no nonsense approach to what she does. And it's not because she's mean. It's because she sees the potential and she sees that you're playing games and she's not having it. <laughs> not having it. Not a focus here. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I, and I needed that, that level of accountability because I can finesse my way through a lot but she won't let me finesse. So yeah, yeah. that's so good. I'm going to have to uh, take this clip and use it as a commercial or something. Child. A, that was good. You're welcome. <laughs> but it, it's true. It's so true. And so ladies, I want you to connect with her. Um, she's going to um, give us some parting words of wisdom, but, um, and all of the notes and I mean, the links and all that are going to be in the show notes, but connect with her at t3diversitysolutions.com, but also 
um, the six figure society.com connect with the six figure society. If you're, even if you're just starting out yeah. um, and just follow and just take in the information. Cause there are a lot of free resources that yeah. she offers. Even if you'd like just even her regular posts on Facebook, like she's dropping nuggets that we can take and apply to our lives every day. So yeah. I want you to connect with her and follow her, her, follow her on all the platforms and listen to her podcast. Yo, yes. listen to the podcast. Make sure you turn the volume all the way up <laughs> in the beginning. Cause I was like, oh, oh, it's lit. Six figure society. Yes. Like, so I'ma just warn y'all. <laughs> you can get your thug on for like 30 seconds yeah, with the yeah. intro. Um, but Tiffany, <laughs> I'm silly, y'all. Um, give us some parting words of encouragement for those of us who are listening. Yeah, uh, the thing that immediately came to me is choose you. And I know that's something that people may hear a lot, but when I say choose you, I mean, build your own business, build your own brand, build what you have been called to do. Um, I recently shared this in another podcast interview that I think women, uh, and particularly minority women, we so easily fall into the role of the help and we kind of like to stay there behind the scenes, like, oh, I'm just helping. Oh, I'm just helping. I'm just helping. And when some people hear that, it may be a bit offensive, right? Um, But I want it to offend you to action, right? I want you to choose you, choose your business. Stop building everybody else's businesses and building their legacies and building up their billions, but you're leaving yours behind because oh, I just want to help. I just want to serve other people. I just want to do this. I just want to do that. No, do what you've been called to do um, and do it boldly. Don't be, be free in that. Like I said, I spent so many years, I didn't even know I was bound until I got free. Like, and I mean, like what? I was like, oh, this is what I've been missing out. Oh, it's beautiful out here. It's lovely over here. The grass is greener on this side. Yes. Um, so yeah, so I would just say that like choose you and choose your business like unapologetically as we begin to, you know, prepare for a new year. I know at the Six Figure Society, we're well underway for holiday prep, um, but we're also, you know, looking ahead for the new year. And I really want people to choose to build what you know that you have been destined to build and stop playing with it. Stop acting like you have more time because you don't know. You don't know that you have more time. And I tell people all the time, it grieves me the most when people thought that they had more time, but they didn't for whatever reason. There's a whole host of things that could happen um, where you have no more time. Um, So stop living like tomorrow is just going to be there for you to do whatever it is that you have been called to do because there's no guarantee. Do everything that you need to do today. Do it today. Whatever you need to say, say it today, right? Um, And choose you and your business. Build your business in 2022 um, and beyond. So those are my parting words. Oh, I feel something in here. <laughs> Choose you in 22. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's catchy, girl. That's catchy. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. That's so good. 
Um, and like you said, we can get caught up in other people's dreams and get stuck. Sometimes unknowingly, we look up and five years have gone by, you know, that we could have been and should have been doing other things. Yeah. Um, and that was definitely freeing because it's 2021. You have no excuse not to build the business that you were called to build. You're like, there's, there's no more molds. There's no more, um, um, frames that you have to fit into. Like you can literally do business however you want. Like there used to be a day where you needed a 20 page business plan and you needed a brick and mortar building and you need it. You don't need none of that. Like you can put up an open sign and start now. And obviously Tiffany gonna get you right with all the, you know, yeah. the structural things and everything, but there, there literally are less less barriers or fewer barriers today than there ever have been oh, yes. to getting started. Um, and then not to mention all the money out there that's available now for, for business and women in business. So, so Tiffany, thank you so, so much for joining us, for imparting your words of wisdom. Um, we are in the presence of greatness, y'all. Like y'all going to look back at this episode. I'm like, remember when she was in the car talking to Tiffany Gillespie? Yeah, that's, <laughs> Tiffany was just on Oprah. Was like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, so so I really do, I really do appreciate you taking the time out. Um, and so, ladies, I want to know what your action item from today's episode is going to be. So you can comment on this show wherever you're watching or listening from. You can comment. I just want you to let me know what your action item is going to be. Um, I, and then once you comment or review the show, I want you to take a snapshot and email it to me at info at brittanysmith.com. And I'm going to send you a cute little freebie. Okay. I'm going to send you something as a, as a thank you for your review and as a thank you for allowing me to hold you accountable because I'm going to email you back and check on you in like a week or two saying, how, how did you do? Okay. Yeah, um, so, so good. Please, Yes, 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 yes. I love you guys. I will see you next Tuesday with another working episode of the Britney Smith podcast. Bye. What was your biggest takeaway? How are you going to put what we talked about into practice? Let me know. Review this episode and then send a screenshot of your review to info at BritneySmith.com and I'll send you my free digital podcast note keeper where you can easily store your notes from each info packed show. And girl, Guess what? I'm hosting a free three-day virtual summit for female entrepreneurs called Paid to Create. Build it, brand it, monetize it. I'm so excited because we're doing this December 5th through 7th, 2021 from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every single night for three days. Each night, we've got four sessions with amazing experts sharing practical tips and strategies for you to build, brand, and monetize your business. The summit is taking place live and the Branding and Networking for Female Entrepreneurs group on Facebook. You don't want to miss this, especially as we're preparing for 2022. You can visit www.getpaid2create.com. That's getpaid, the number two, create.com to get more info and to sign up. We'll see you at the summit. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another business who needs to hear today's show. Want to hang out with me every day? Head over to Facebook and join the Branding and Networking for Female Entrepreneurs Facebook group. Don't forget to check out those show notes for all of today's important links. And we'll see you next time on the Britney Smith Podcast.